I felt closer to her than anyone else in the world. One afternoon, when Grandma was about 85 years old, we went for a walk in her neighborhood. She lived alone in a nice mobile home park for senior citizens. My parents, sister, and I had all noticed that for the past several months, Grandma had been asking us questions within a few minutes of having already asked us or repeating something that she had just said minutes before. We were all worried about her, but didn't want to let her know what we had all been suspecting for some time. Honey, I think maybe I should move to a care center. She sounded worried and a little scared at the same time. Why, Grandma? Well, I think maybe I'm starting to get that Alzheimer's disease we heard about on the news the other night. Things just don't seem right anymore. Not long after that, we settled her into a senior care center. That insidious, mind-robbing disease took her away, little by little. As time went by, she was unable to hold a conversation. No longer did she seem to be cognizant of where she was or who we were. She was moved to the Alzheimer's unit. It was heartbreaking to see such a vital, caring person go through this slow decline. I didn't want to let her go. One afternoon, I was showing her the family photo album, hoping that something might jog her memory. It was clear that she didn't recognize any of us, and I was overcome with profound sadness. I looked in her eyes and said deeply from my heart, I love you, Grandma. She looked at me in surprise and said, Oh, I love you too, Sharon. She was there. She was right there with me and knew who I was. A moment later, she was gone again, back in the dementia prison. Those last few seconds of clarity were the last I would have with her. She died at age 91. Five years later, my mom began showing signs of the disease as well. She was just 72. No, not mom, too. Not so soon. This isn't supposed to happen. All of the magazine articles and news reports about Alzheimer's had said that exercise, eating right, and keeping your brain active would keep the disease at bay. My mom, even in her 60s, still played softball, worked at the high school, and ran her own ceramics business in the basement. Now she was into making intricate quilts and loving retirement. She was not supposed to get Alzheimer's. Having seen her own mother slowly lose her mind and life to the disease, I know my mom was scared. Now I was scared, too. Was I next? At this accelerating rate, would I have Alzheimer's by the time I turned 60? I began noticing lapses in my own memory. Friends assured me it was just normal aging, that I was worrying over nothing. As a middle school teacher, I prided myself on remembering the names of my students from all 21 years of teaching. It was getting more difficult to remember names, recall facts, to find the right word. And I was only 50. I figured it was just a matter of time before Alzheimer's took my life, too. If that's the case, I told myself, 
I'd better make the most of the time my brain has left. If Alzheimer's is going to strike me, at least I'll go down fighting every step of the way. A funny thing happened on the way to dementia. My journey as a stand-up comedian began. Chapter 2. A New Beginning Coming up to the stage now is a newbie. She's never been to an open mic before, so please take it easy on her. Let's have a big round of applause for Sharon Lacey. My job as a middle school teacher was challenging, and I loved it. I had even won national recognition and awards for my creative teaching methods. The articles about fending off Alzheimer's disease all stated that we must continue making new connections in our brains, with doing crossword puzzles or Sudoku, the routinely...